Hey, 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 what is up you guys? Welcome back to Dilun Podcast and today we're going to be talking about how to read and understand balance sheet. Alright, so balance sheet is one of the important financial statements to look at when it comes to analyzing a company. And what balance sheet tells you is that it tells you what a company owns and what a company owes. Alright, so the thing here is when you read a balance sheet, by reading and understanding it, you will, you will understand whether this company is financially strong or not, all right? If you really understand the balance sheet. And the reason, the reason why you can un- identify whether the company is financially strong or not is because when you look at balance sheet, there's a difference between balance sheet and, the, and income statement and cash flow statement. So when you look at cash flow statement, for example, cash flow statement year 2020, Right? And you look at cash uh, income statement year 2020. It tells you the cash flow and income statement of that particular year. But if you look at a balance sheet year 2020, it tells you the whole operation since the first year that it started operating. right? The accumulated wealth since the beginning of the company's operation. right? So that is accumulated wealth. So that is why it is so important to look at a balance sheet because by looking at it, you will identify the financial strength of the company. And to identify that, you need to understand three main parts that you can find in the uh, balance sheet, which is the assets, liability, as well as its equity. And so let's go through one by one. So what is assets? Assets are basically uh, what the company owns, right? And liability are things that the company owes. And equity, on the other hand, is by using assets minus liability, that's when you get your equity, right? So if you put it in an individual perspective, right? So equity, it means net worth. So if you want to find out your net worth as an individual, what you can do is you can sum up all the assets that you have, right? Your house, your insurance, your... Uh, furniture, your car, you name it, everything. Sum up all your assets and then minus all of your liabilities, your mortgage loan, this and that, all your debts, borrowing, minus all of your liabilities and you will get your net worth. Right? So that is from an individual perspective. So from, from a company's perspective, it is known as equity. Right? But not only that, you must also understand that assets and liability is divided into two main parts. You have, for assets, you have current assets and then you have non-current assets. For liabilities, you have current liabilities and non-current liabilities. So what is the difference? So current assets, it means assets that can be liquidated or can be converted into cash within a year, right? because it's current so it can be liquidated or it can be converted into cash within a year and non-current it means uh, things assets that can only be converted uh, into cash uh, more than one year that means you cannot it's not easily liquidated right and liability the current liability is the same thing that means uh, things that you owe that you have to pay off within uh, within a year. So that is current liabilities, 
right liabilities that you own uh, that you owe that you have to pay off within a year and non-current liabilities are liabilities that you owe that you have to pay off uh, more than a, with that takes more than one year all right so that is basically the difference between current and non-current right so now let's let us just go through some of the things that you can find in the balance sheet right we'll go through part by part so now let's see the current asset so in the current assets what you can see is usually it starts with the cash how much cash the company has so it usually it is usually written as cash and cash equivalent so it means the amount of cash that the company has in the company okay and then you have things like short-term uh, investments so short-term short-term investments are just yeah basically short-term investment and you have so it's given to you given to the company as cash so usually uh, the cash and the short-term investment is some it is uh, used to calculate the total cash so when you plus the two numbers you have the total amount of cash that the company has right apart from that you also f you will also see things like uh, net receivable net receivable it means uh, things that other people owe owe to you owe to the company right your customers owe, owe you money so those are receivable you haven't collected yet right and then you also have things like inventory right so if, for example if i am for example if i am nike right so my inventory would be things like shoes or all the sports equipments or apparels you know so these are my inventories so these are things that i own that should be should be how to say uh, can be liquidated within a year so that is why it is put under current assets so you sum all of that you have your total current assets and then now let's look at non-current assets so non-current assets you have things like property plants equipment so all of that uh, properties plants equipment that are being bought by the company throughout the years would be uh, stated in the balance sheet right but of course since it is uh, it has gone through so many years right so it'll always go through depreciation and so that is why the assets you'll have to minus the accumulated depreciation right that's when you have your net property plant equipment so that is a the balance the value of the property plant and equipment that the company owns and then you also have things like goodwill and intangible assets that you can find in the non-current assets so these two things are things that you have to take note on because when you look at okay let us uh, explain this with an example so goodwill and intangible assets so this is, you have to understand when for example let's say I'm I'm a company right I want to acquire another company I want to buy that company out all right this is a buyout so let's say this the company that I want to buy uh, the value of the company is uh, let's say it's one billion dollars right one billion dollars but of course I won't be paying one billion dollars right I might pay 1.5 billion dollars or 2 billion dollars, right? Right. So when you're paying additional, the additional, uh, let's say I'm paying this company uh, 2 billion dollars, right? But the net worth is only the equity, the value of the company is only 1 billion, right? So I'm paying additional 1 billion dollars. So what does the 1 billion dollars mean? 
So this $1 billion will be put as goodwill or intangible assets, right? Why? Because there are things in the company that is not easy, you can't really set a price on, right? Things like brand name, right? Maybe this company has some, has a very good uh, branding, uh, has a very good brand, right? People recognize the brand. So this brand, since I'm buying out the company, I'm also going to own the brand. So this brand is going to cost me, but I can't really put a price on the brand, right? So that is why we put under goodwill. And also it can be things like, uh, maybe this company has a very strong customer base, right? So I'm buying off the customers customer base of this company, right? So I can't really put a price on it. Or maybe this company has a proprietary technology, right? So uh, what proprietary technology that I'm I'm buying I'm buying over? So these are things that is that are difficult to put a price on, and so this additional. Uh, one billion dollars includes all of these things, right? It can also be others, other things. These are some of the examples. And so this additional one billion dollars, it is put under goodwill or intangible assets, right? So when you sum up all of this, you'll have your total non-current assets. And when you plus total current assets and non total non-current assets, you get your total assets, right? Simple as that. Now let us look at liability. So liability, same thing, divided into current and non-current. So current liabilities, you can find things like current debt, right? So these are debts that you have to pay off within a year. And then you also have things like account payables. So account payables are things that you uh, you have you owe others that you have to pay, right? So it's the opposite of receivables. So receivables are things that you people owe you, right? They have to pay you back. And payables are things that you have to pay others you owe others all right so you can see things like account payables tax payables all right apart from that you also see things like accrued accrued liabilities right those are liabilities that you owe you haven't paid off and then you have uh, other liabilities as well so all of these are, are, th are liabilities that you have to pay off within a year so those are under total current liabilities and then you also have things that you have to pay off that you need more than a year to pay off. So you have long-term uh, debts. Okay, those are under non-current liabilities. You have things like long-term debts. You have things like uh, deferred tax liabilities. Deferred tax liabilities are like uh, sort of like taxes that you haven't paid, right? Right. So it's quite straightforward. And when you that's and then you get your total current liabilities. And when you sum up total current liabilities and total non-current liabilities, you'll have your total liabilities, right? And then let us go to the next one, which is total equity, right? Or also known as total uh, stockholders equity. So in total uh, stockholders equity, like I said, it basically tells you the net worth of the company. So what does equity have? So equity here, uh, you can see things like common stock, Common stock are basically uh, the sales, uh, selling of the stock, right? In When you sell off a stock, the money raised from selling the stock uh, are stated as common stock in the equity, right? right. So it's, it's quite straightforward. When you look at the common stock, you know that these are the money that is being raised when, it, when, when the stock is being sold in the, st in the stock market. 
right? And then you have things like retained earning. Retained earnings, it means, so when we talk about income statement, we have net income, right? So that the, when, when a company has net income, they can choose to pay out as dividend, they can choose to uh, reinvest in the company and so forth. So when the company decides to reinvest in the comp reinvest the earnings into the company, it is stated under retained earnings, right? So throughout the years, all the retained earnings will be stated in the equity, right? So these are some of the examples that you can find in equity. And so once you uh, sum up all of that, you will have your total equity. And it has to balance. So in other words, you can say, you can see that total assets is equivalent to total liabilities plus total equity, right? You'll notice that they are balanced. Or you can, you can see as if total assets minus total liabilities is equal to your equity, right? It is always balanced, right? So this, that's why it is known as the balance sheet because it is balanced, all right? So as an investor, what do I look for in the balance sheet? What do I look for? So I'm going to highlight four main things that I look for. So the first thing I look at is the current ratio. Current ratio is basically comparing the amount of current asset that company has, okay? Comparing current assets that the company have in relation to the current liabilities that the company owes, right? So in other words, I want to know whether within that one year, because I'm comparing current ratio, right? Current assets and current liabilities. So I want to see whether the company within that year, are they capable of paying off their debts, their current liabilities, right? So in other words, can the company liquidate their assets, current assets, and are, do they have enough to pay off their current liabilities? The reason why I'm, I'm looking at that is because I want to know uh, if like for example now we are facing this pandemic right COVID-19 pandemic so there are companies that are uh, closing down right or maybe there are companies that are not receiving any revenue right so when they are not receiving any revenue they still have to pay off their debts right they still have to pay off their uh, current liabilities so that is why I want to look at current ratio so that I know that within that year the company is capable of paying off their current liabilities and survive the next year, right? I want to see whether the company is capable of going through this pandemic or you. there can be anything, right? As long as there's a storm, there's any hardship that this company has to go through, do they, do they have enough cash or do they have, have enough assets, current assets to go through that whole year, right? So typically, when I look at current ratio, I want it to be more than 1.5 right more than 1.5 that means total current assets over total current liabilities has to be more than 1.5 that is my benchmark that i look at right so more than 1.5 to me is good it means they have more assets than liabilities right the second thing i look at is the total cash total cash that that a company has right so the first thing you see is the total current total cash which is in the current assets. So I want to make sure that the first thing is the company has enough cash. That's one thing. 
Second thing is they are growing, their cash is growing throughout the years. So that's the second thing. And the third thing is they are growing consistently. Okay, this is just talking about cash alone, right? They need to have cash, they need to be growing, and they need to be growing consistently. Alright? So first criteria, current ratio. That's the first thing I look at. Second thing is car total cash flow has to be growing consistently. Right? Third thing I look at is the total assets and the total liabilities. Why? Because in most companies you'll notice that they their assets grow fast, but at the same time, their total liabilities also grow very fast. So the key thing here is to know that I don't want to be in a position where the company is having too much liabilities, it's growing rapidly and exceeds the assets, right? If that's the case, it is quite dangerous. So I do not want the company to have too much of assets. So that is why it's okay for the company to grow in terms of liabilities, but make sure the assets is also growing together with the liability. So it means the car, the if let if by any chance the company goes bankrupt, they are capable of still paying off their debts. That is just what I want to know. I want to see, right? So I know that the company is healthy, right? And the fourth criteria that I look at is the stockholders' equity. So, like I said, when you look at an individual perspective, I see the net worth of that individual. By using assets minus liability, I see their net worth, right? So from a company or business point of view, I'm looking at the equity, right? So if the company's equity is growing throughout the years, I know that the company's, first thing, either the company's assets are growing or the company's liabilities are reducing or both, right? So that is why I want to, I want to make sure that the company's equity is growing. If the company's equity is reducing, it means either their assets are reducing or their liabilities are increasing or both. So that is not a, that is not a, a position that I want to be in. I want to make sure the company has growing equity. Okay, so this basically sums up how I analyze a balance sheet, right? So I hope you guys un uh, really understand how to read and and analyze finally understand what can you can, what can you get out of balance sheet all right so that's all for today uh, as usual be brave continue to inspire and make a difference and if you want to know more about uh, Dilune you can check out our Facebook page or Instagram page right? you can search for Dilune or Dilune investing and also uh, if you find this uh, podcast to be helpful all right you can also follow this podcast and I hope to be able to inspire you with my journey. Alright, until next time, I hope to see you on my next episode. Take care. Bye-bye.